What are some of the emerging technologies that we need to be paying attention to in the second half of 2010? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking about emerging technologies today with Jonathan Penn, Vice President and Senior Analyst at Forrester Research. Jonathan, thanks so much for joining me today. My pleasure. Just to get us started, why don't you tell us a little bit about your current research? Sure. Well, I look at the security market quite broadly, and my focus is really on the disruptive trends that are transforming the market. So uh, new vendors, new technologies, uh, changes in uh, market needs, of course, also what the, uh, the hackers and criminals are up to as well, having an important impact there. So some of the things I'm looking at now, cloud security, uh, cybersecurity and critical infrastructure protection, which is driving a lot of new spending and attention as well. Um, some of the things in uh, consumer security uh, and some of the needs there that are being uh, uh, addressed by uh, some emerging players in that market. When you look at all these different marketplaces, what would you say are the hottest emerging technologies? So uh, there, there's actually a lot of innovation happening in security. Uh, it continues um, to be quite a vibrant area of uh, uh, investment and um, uh, startup activity. Some of the areas I see, uh, network security, it's, that's an area of uh, continuing innovation. Uh, right now, the focus has been on uh, getting deeper insight and doing more analysis on the network activity. We've seen security information and event management, uh, but that's really moving towards deeper inspection of the network activity. Uh, think, uh, companies like NetWitness, PacketMotion, Solera, Naris, and others that are giving uh, much better understanding, uh, both from a forensic perspective, but also real-time analysis of what's going on in your network, and that's very useful uh, as well for, from a uh, cybersecurity perspective. Uh, on identity management, a federation, which is really bridging the identities that are being uh, managed in your uh, enterprise with uh, SaaS environments. That's really what's driving federation there, is, is to uh, more seamlessly link the enterprise with SaaS from an identity perspective. Uh, application security and vulnerability management, uh, as well, is another area. This is really the front line of the tax. Uh, fraud is a big area as well for banks, but also uh, retail, uh, insurance. We're seeing a lot of activity and innovation there, device profiling and device reputation, as well as deeper transaction analysis. Um, there's uh, a lot happening in data security. Uh, DLP adoption continues to grow. That's a data leak prevention technologies. Uh, but there's also things happening around database security, data masking, data monitor, database monitoring. Tokenization is a big issue. Basically, trying to make the the information that are that is such a, a prime target for identity thieves to make that really meaningless by uh, turning it into a uh, uh, something that that isn't directly usable by them. And finally, Web 2.0. There's a lot happening here as uh, employees are adopting um, uh, social networking and um, other tools that are out there uh, on the Internet that they use in their consumer lives, and they're bringing those in to uh, the enterprise. You talked about cloud computing a few minutes ago, and we know that that's the big buzz in the marketplace. Everybody, the vendors, the, the practitioners are all talking about it. 
and some of the talk gets confusing. What would you say are some of the myths and realities about cloud computing as we know it today? You know, I, I, I think one thing is perspective. You know, security is certainly a big concern. Um, uh, it, security, though, when you look at any new technology, be it uh, cloud computing, you know, we see it with Web 2.0, we see it with mobility, uh, we see it with collaboration in general, security has always been you know, at the, the issue that people bring up. Uh, the fact is that we always get over that at, at some point, right? The industry rises to the occasion or people get more comfortable with the technologies. Uh, so I think putting it in perspective that, yes, there are concerns today, but obviously cloud computing is being adopted at, at a fairly great pace at this point anyway. Uh, yes, there are concerns to think about. Uh, a lot of what I see also is that the security concerns, um, Yes, there, there are data security concerns especially, um, but a lot of the concerns are really about compliance and ultimately really about visibility, that even when the cloud providers uh, start to embed more and more security technologies into their offerings and, and, and make them uh, 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 more functional from that perspective, it's still very difficult for uh, a, an adopting company to really have the assurance uh, that the controls are in place and functioning properly, right? That visibility into what's happening in that environment. It's still too much of a black box. And things like SAS 70 and ISO 27001 audits are, are completely inadequate for uh, this, this kind of um, environment. And we really need to move to uh, different kinds of uh, solutions and certifications as well as uh, a way of opening up the, the operational side of the cloud environment Know, in a limited way to customers so they can see what's going on. And that's really one of the big issues is, is you know, the trust level isn't there and, and there's no way to any kind of uh, verification of what's happened. Uh, one thing that I'm noticing is that, um, you know, there, um, I am hearing more concerns coming from cloud providers themselves about them being uh, uh, targets of attack, attacks, right? The fact that cloud providers, data centers have multiple customers running in them, right? Uh, running high-profile applications and sharing services makes them a fatter target, right? And uh, this is pushing the providers to put more security in place. But it, it, because you know, it, it makes sense, right? Uh, just like robbing a bank is more lucrative than snatching a purse, the potential payoff from a successful attack on the cloud provider is is greater than attacking just one business. Well, given that, how is your confidence in the security with the cloud providers? Uh, so I think really uh, what uh, uh, some are, are, are certainly better than others is a mix. You know, right now um, it's very, you know, we're still very early days in the market and um, uh, there's a lot of kind of bolt-on solutions that people are looking to. Really, I think what uh, ultimately has to happen, and we're starting to see this a bit from uh, especially the big players like Amazon, is that um, they the cloud providers, not only do they have to improve their security practices, but they have to make these improvements more visible to the market, right? They have to take security out of the closet, so to speak. And this is very analogous to what was happening in the uh, uh, in the banking sector about eight or nine years ago when phishing attacks were happening, was that they were just saying, you know, trust us, trust us, trust us, but they weren't really explaining what they were doing to protect people. And so uh, to address these concerns, they cloud providers don't only need more security, but they also need to be more transparent about their processes, 
about uh, their techniques in place, their operational schedules, and so forth. You talked about mobility, and certainly we're seeing a lot of mobile technology and banking, and we're going beyond talking about just mobile banking to talking about P2P payments. What are some of the mobile technologies that you're seeing that, that you're most excited about now? Well, I, I think there's a lot of uh, uh, pressure on organizations to embrace mobility at a more rapid pace, right? And before, it was just about uh, you know, Blackberries and email. But we see with the iPhone and Android and iPads that, that um, you know, these mobile devices are really, uh, you know, they have full, rich browsers. Um, there's a demand to get access to all corporate applications from them, not just email. Right, so there's a need now to support uh, the heterogeneity uh, that uh, the market is embracing when it comes to these devices, uh, the need for uh, VPN and authentication and more data security on the device as well. Right? And also, with these um, uh, richer browsers and more web surfing that's going on, uh, the mobile platform becomes a viable target for, for malware, right? We really haven't seen this before, but most infections are coming through the browser from legitimate websites that have been compromised. And so the mobile phone is going to become more and more of a, a, a target of, of attack and a vector for attack into the enterprise. We've talked about a lot here, Jonathan. We've talked about mobility, about cloud computing, about social networking. With all these emerging technologies, and I think you've just touched upon this with your point about malware, where do you see the greatest security vulnerabilities? Uh, yeah, that's true. There, there, there are two places that people should be uh, uh, looking at. One is your applications and websites, right, that um, uh, the uh, uh, crooks and uh, uh, malware writers are trying to compromise your legitimate sites through cross-site scripting or what have you. Uh, and you and you need to 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 monitor that. The other is on the client side um, when others other sites have been compromised, right? That that your client is vulnerable to attack uh, your your employees' desktops. And so, looking at uh, the browsers and the plugins um, and um, really shoring up what's happening there. Uh, and we're seeing the market move toward really starting to embrace now a. a very rich client security uh, set of uh, services. It's not just uh, uh, you know antivirus and anti-spyware, uh, but host intrusion detection and personal firewalls, uh, and of course uh, the, the data encryption in, 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 uh, side of things. So, so the clients are becoming really much uh, richer in in the mechanisms that they use to uh, uh, protect the enterprise. One last question for you. We just completed the first half of 2010. As we head toward 2011, what trends and threats would you recommend that business and security leaders keep their eyes on? Well, I think one thing that's pretty uh, 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 different and, and, and an area to, to watch is really in terms of the, the scope and nature of responsibilities around data protection. And we're really seeing privacy in the U.S. really really start to take off. And this is not about the confidentiality of information and especially not about uh, personally identifiable information, PII, and breaches. But if you look at some of the regulatory actions and consumer uproar, uh, FCC just uh, had a settlement with Facebook. Um, there are these Google missteps and things like that. This is not about 
personally identifiable information that's controlled under regulations, but just about personal information more broadly. And it's not about breaches, but about misuse. And this is really uh, clarifying the difference uh, uh, between security and privacy that often uh, uh, is uh, misunderstood by CISOs, that it's not just about um, uh, safeguarding the information against breaches. It's about what's collected. It's about how it's used. And uh, this is getting a lot more uh, regulatory scrutiny and also scrutiny by uh, uh, consumers. Another is um, uh, just on, on, on that notion of consumerization that we've talked about several times now. Uh, there is a significant uh, shifting balance between business users and IT. Uh, the business can, can go around IT, whether it's Web 2.0 and social networking on the application side, whether it's around um, uh, mobile and personal uh, PCs on the device side, or whether it's about cloud on the infrastructure side. Uh, less and less businesses are really need IT, and IT security's typical MO has been to protect the business by impeding it, right? You can't do this, you can't do that. That is not a sustainable approach. They have to really be more responsive to business needs and uh, work with them early on to um, collaborate and, and help them understand what the risks are, and, and security has to understand more about the business needs and be more adaptive to, to those. Um, I think one other area that I see a lot of uh, um, uh, activity in is managed security services. That um, you know, we, we talk a lot about outsourcing and, and you know the, the cost effectiveness and you know, removing a lot of the operational overhead. And there are certainly pressures, uh, staffing pressures, and things like that on the security group. But what I see is that people are doing this more and more for reasons of better security. Uh, that the very good managed service providers, which is becoming a bigger group of, of, of companies like uh, not just your general IT outsources as well and telcos and all, uh, not just pure plays, but, but the better ones are really providing higher quality of protection. They're, they're providing um, uh, certain uh, skills and, and a degree of competency that many organizations either don't have or don't want to retain because it's not strategic to them. Uh, and they provide things like 20 by 7 uh, global coverage. Uh, and so it's, so the move and, and acceptance and embracing of managed security is becoming much more widespread and gaining uh, momentum uh, because of this better security, and it's not just for cost reasons. So we see a big shift there in terms of uh, kind of the, the, the operational scope of security, and, and the shift really what it allows is it allows um, security teams to really focus on uh, more strategic issues, that they're not burdened by responding to every uh, security event uh, that's, that's, that's going off in any, any particular product uh, and managing an overload of data and dealing with a lot of uh, technology integration and customization, that they can push more and more of this onto a provider uh, who can then offer uh, all the skills around this and um, offload a lot of the operational overhead. Jonathan, very good. I appreciate your time and your insights today. My pleasure. It's been good speaking with you. We've been talking with Jonathan Penn of Forrester Research. The topic has been emerging technologies. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.